Jesus said to the people who believed in him, You are truly my disciples. If you remain faithful to my teachings, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. But we are descendants of Abraham, they said. We have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean you will be set free? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Everyone who sins is a slave of sin. A slave is not a permanent member of the family, but a son is part of the family forever. So if the son sets you free, you are truly free. Are you free? Free from what? We live in the land of the free. What do we need to be freed from? Sin? Yes. But what is sin? Sin is anything that keeps us from living out God's best plan for our lives. How can we become truly free then? Today we are going to talk about freedom. Time to start. Let's join the circle. Welcome, everybody. Oh, we have so many new faces today. There is no more candy. Who took the last candy? Was it you? Elizabeth, how do we react? Deep breaths. Remember, together. Ready? Good. Let's join the group. Come on. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Anger Management 101. Uh, we're so glad you could be here today. Where's Steve? No, we're not. He's supposed to be here. If I have to be here, so does he. We should call him. Kirsten, what's our peaceful principle 17? I can only control myself. I can only control myself. Good. Let's all affirm Kirsten for putting peaceful principle 17 into practice. We, we affirm you, Kirsten. You'll not believe the noob I ran into on the way here. I left practice just to be here, and this guy was holding me up at every light. Ooh, and how did you react? <laughs> I held my breath, counted to 100, and thought happy thoughts of Super Bowl rings. I was Good. Run them off the road. Good. Well, since most of us are here now, how about we get started? Who would like to go first? I will. Hi, I'm Kirsten. Everybody, hi, Kirsten. Be at peace. Well, this week was pretty good. I only had one major blow-up. So I was at the post office. Did you go postal? Steve, you're not helping. Anyways, I was at the post office, and I found an entire box of letters that hadn't been sorted. Somebody put them in the wrong place. So I got so mad, I threw them all on the floor. 
Kristen, why you do that? That's literally dumb. Kirsten. And it's fine because I was chill about it and I used Peaceful Principle 12 to calm down. Excellent. Sure Good job, Kirsten. Let's all affirm Kirsten for using Peaceful Principle 12 this week. But we already did that, though. Everyone, we, we affirm you, Kirsten. Good. Elizabeth, you seem a little on edge today. How about you go next? Hi, everyone. I'm Elizabeth. Everyone. Hi, Elizabeth. Be at peace. So, this, like, okay, so this week was, like, um, it was kind of, like, it was... It was so what happened already? <laughs> Be at peace there, Steve-o. I'm getting there. <clears throat> so, I was like, I was at Mickey D's, right? Well, I was just trying to get a Big Mac, you know, chocolate milkshakes and fries. Well, no. Every time I tried to place my order, some kid over the microphone kept telling me he couldn't understand me. So eventually, I screamed the order, and then he screams back, speak English, and so that was it. Like, I just, I just snapped, like, mmm. So, mmm. I pulled up to the window, pulled him down by his shirt, ripped off his little hat, and drove away. It was really fun. How's that working for you? Great, because like I just said, it was very fun. So, when I was, uh, of course, like, I was driving home in a rage, right? So, of course, I get, whole, uh, I get pulled over and get a ticket, right? Well, by the time I get home, I am so mad. Like, mm -hmm. I tried to just calm down by having, you know, Coke, Hot Pocket, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, the Hot Pocket exploded in the microwave, and I got so mad that I threw the coke across the room and made a huge mess that I then had to clean up. You threw your coke? Yes, I did, Steve-o. Okay. All right, so then what did you do after that? I tried to just calm down by having a nice evening watching American Idol. Good. Were you able to put any of our peaceful principles into practice? Nope. Okay, well, let's at least affirm Elizabeth for sharing. We, we affirm you, Elizabeth. Hi there, welcome. Is this Anchor Management 101? Yes, it is. Uh, come no, join us. You can away. sit here next to, actually, let's have you sit over here by Kirsten. Uh, how about you start by introducing yourself? Well, my name is Jordan. Okay, everybody. Hi, Jordan. Jordan. Be, Be at peace. peace. So did this aerobic fit at work? What? No. Did you tackle someone off the field? No. What did you break? Nothing. I uh, just... Jordan, since it's your first time, how about you just tell us a little bit about yourself and why you came today? Well, you see, I have this problem. I try to control it. It's just, I get so angry sometimes. It's like it boils up from inside me. I want to be better. I want to be different. I just... I notice my friends don't want to be around me as much. I say things I don't really mean. I've done things I can't take back. I try to talk myself out of it. I try to change. I just don't know what to do. I feel like I'm ruining my relationships, my life. I need help. It's like a fight I can't win. I feel like Something needs to die, and 
Something else needs to take control. How can I win this battle? How can I get control? The fruit of the Spirit. When you have the Holy Spirit, you will produce love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Love. Love is self-preservation. It's natural to love yourself, and when we love others like we love ourselves, we put their needs and wants above our own. We might even put their lives above our own. This is the greatest love of all. Joy. Joy is a feeling like happiness, but unlike happiness, it is not based on circumstance, but rather comes from the Holy Spirit. It is a feeling of contentment and hope. Peace. Peace. I love peace. No, peace, as in the fruit of the Spirit. That's a vegetable, Micah. Ah. Chill out. Have some peace, bro. Peace is a lack of violence or animosity. It is a state of calm in the presence of hardship or stress. Patience. Patience is the ability to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. Kindness. Kindness is the quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate to others. Goodness. Goodness is being morally good, doing what is right or virtuous. Faithfulness. Faithfulness is being loyal, constant, and steadfast. Gentleness. Gentleness is having a calm, kind, or tender temperament. Self-control. Self-control is the ability to control one's emotions or desires in the expression of them in one's behavior, especially in difficult situations. All right, so we really, really like to hear from as many voices as possible. And one of the ways that we do that here at Destiny is through panel discussions. And that's what we're going to have this morning. We're going to do two of these on our two uh, freedom subjects. And uh, so we're going to introduce these guys to you really quickly. On our far left here, we have Calvin. Say hello, Calvin. Hi, Calvin. We have Cash. Hi, Cash. We have Emmy. And Kendall. Kendall is, uh, we're super glad she's with us today. She's uh, kind of grown up and she's kind of got a job and she doesn't get to hang out with us too much, but she, she jumped in yesterday and today and we're so thankful. Kendall, thank you for coming. We really appreciate you. So we're talking about freedom from trying to bear the fruits of the Spirit. Uh, I don't know about you guys, and I'm going to kind of catch them up to the discussion that we've already been having. Um, in Christendom, Christendom, in Christendom, in the church in, in America, we, we kind of have this work hard mindset. And that doesn't go away when we come to church, even though we're supposed to. Jesus said, I did the work, I did the work, I did the work. And he, he said it a hundred times, all the time. Jesus says this, but, but in our heads we get this like, but I have to do better. And uh, when we're talking about the fruits of the Spirit, you know, love, joy, peace, patience, uh, kindness, goodness, gen faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control... Um, we tend to really grab a hold of those things and say, these are things that I have to do better at and I have to become better at and I have to fight to be better at. But God says, these aren't fruits of your labor. labor. These are fruits of the Spirit. 
These are things that come from abiding with the Spirit. So that's kind of the subject matter for the next few minutes with these guys. Uh, so I'm going to ask you the question, and you guys don't have to answer all the questions, just whatever you feel comfortable answering whenever you have an idea. Uh, please share those. Uh, first question, have you ever tried to produce one of the fruits of the Spirit on your own? That's a yes or no question, so you all can answer it. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And how long did it last? Like, like, is there a story that you can share about the, the longevity of your, your victory with producing your own self-control? I don't know. Well, sometimes whenever I try to do it, it turns out to be like completely the opposite. And like, you burst out in someone. And you, it's not. It's like whenever you try to do self-control, you don't do self-control. Yeah, I get that. For me, it's more of like not being genuine or not, yeah, not being genuine about certain fruits of the Spirit, like caring. Sometimes I just don't care about other things, and sometimes I'm really passionate about other things, and I just feel I can't fake that. I don't know. I don't know if you guys um, can relate to what I want to share real quick. I, I feel like maybe some of you do, but I might be all alone. I wake up in the morning, I'm going to have a good food day. I'm going to stick with my, my uh, intermediate fasting, and I'm going to skip lunch, and I do, and it's fine. But three o'clock rolls around, and I walk into the house, and I walk into the kitchen, and I eat everything. I eat it all. And self-control goes out the window. And this happens to me like every day. You guys experience this? I, you guys probably eat whatever you want all the time anyway, teenagers. But uh, I don't know about you guys, but that's like, like I do that every day, and I haven't learned any better yet. It's just... It's a human cycle is what it is. It's what we do. But I need Holy Spirit to teach me to keep my mouth shut in more than one way. All right. So uh, have you noticed Have you noticed any of the fruits of the Spirit kind of pop up in your life when you didn't expect it? Like maybe you were in a situation and something happened and you dealt with it in a very godlike way and you walked away and you were like, whoa, that wasn't me. That was definitely a God thing. Do you guys, has that ever happened? Yes. Can you share a There's story? There's a question us? mark at the end of that yes, though. Yes. I don't know. Okay. Mm -hmm. I guess patience. Like, sometimes it's very, like, eerie how, like, just calm and patient you can be. And then afterwards, you're like... And people are weirded out by it because they aren't used to it. And they're just like, why are you... Hello? Larry? You okay there? And it's like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> so I don't know. There's that, I guess. Just patience and like understanding that comes randomly. Yeah. yeah. I would actually consider you to be one of the calmest people I know. She's pretty, She's pretty yeah. chill. Yo, bro. Whatever, dude. Yeah. But that's cool. Thank you for sharing that. Um, here's a question Should you fake it till you make it? No. Yes. I say yes. Ooh. Ooh. Fight. Didn't you say yes? You guys said yes. You said yes. Who said no? I said no. You said, you said no. no? You guys I say yes. no. You guys say no. You guys say yes. Okay, so quickly, why not? You why no? Because, if, because it's kind of like lying to yourself. Okay. Cash, was that 
yeah, exactly. It's basically lying to yourself. Okay. It's being someone you're not meant to be. Okay, or, but have you ever, like, done something, like, so many times, and then, like, all of a sudden it just becomes, like, a part of you, like a routine or something? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Or, like, it's not bad if you're faking it and they know you're faking it. That's bad. But, like, <laughs> like don't do that. <laughs> don't if your lie is good, don't if your lie is good, know. it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like if I didn't like you do you want me to voice that I don't like you or do you want me to like at least be like okay kind. with you like a I'll, nice human I want being. you to tell me yes straight up I don't like you yeah, yeah. cash mm. I don't like you okay. just kidding I'm kidding I'm with that. To, to be fair I, I feel like cash is being honest and if he didn't like you he would tell you like if it came up, he wouldn't just walk, walk around the room and be like, I don't like you, I don't like you, I don't like you, I like you. Like, he wouldn't do that, but like if he was stuck in a car with you and you were trying to talk to him, he'd be like, dude, I don't like you. And then you'd be like, oh, okay. okay that then it'd be a really quiet ride after that. I, prefer, I guess. I prefer brute honesty other than being comforted by a lie. Well, too, yeah. Okay, there's you, a nice aspect oh. of brutal honesty and being like cushioned with lies, but there's also the point where you want to tell them the truth with compassion yeah. and kindness. Well, like, and it, sometimes you have to muster that out of nothing then, and fake it till you make it then with you say, kindness. Cash, there's something you need to know. I don't, I don't really like you. Yeah. That's, you just say it in a nice way. See, but then would every time <laughs> they saw kindness. you, then it, see, it's, it's still never easy to hear. Every that time they saw you, would you want them to glare all right, at all right, you? All right, all right, all right. Are you guys enjoying this Take as much as I am? It. No. I do it every day. All okay, day. so love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. These are the things the Holy Spirit is bringing in our lives. Uh, I believe that you're all right. I would say that it's a yes and. Cash, um, I would encourage you that brute honesty is not kind or loving. Like that, that harsh coming forward. There's, there's a way to be honest in a way that doesn't hurt feelings. And that's something that we want to address. That's, or not address, but that's something that we want to pursue. That's something that we maybe want to fake until we make it. Maybe, maybe fake trying to be kind in your honesty. Uh, but at the same time, we do want to be honest. Um, <clears throat> So I feel like there's valid points on both sides. We don't want to be lying, but we also want to be presenting Christ first. And so I might not feel like being kind. I might not feel like being gentle, but it's important that I allow Holy Spirit the space to teach me and to work with me and to work through me as I'm, as I'm learning and growing in those traits. All right, so We're going to make this quick because we have a lot of other stuff to do, but I want to hit these last three questions fairly quickly. How do you produce the fruit of the Spirit? Jesus. Boom. Thank you. <laughs> and that actually answers like, question two as well. So we're going to skip to the third one. Jesus produces the fruit. How does he produce the fruit in you? Like Holy Spirit, Jesus, God, how does, how does that happen? He just like flows through you. It's like, it's like, it's like you're hollow and you're like, like there's this hole, but this hole is filled with Jesus light, and it's like, like Iron Man, that thing in his chest, <laughs> and it's just like, I just see like yeah. sparkles. And awesome. There's there's my abstract <laughs> explanation for you today. That's all I have. Thank you for coming. Thank you. It was a beautiful. It was a beautiful picture. Beautiful picture. Uh, I'm a fan. I, I like that picture. 
Before you said that, though, I was thinking anime style, like hair stand up and all that goodness. Uh, but what is there to be said about um, God growing uh, the fruits of the Spirit in us through time spent with him? Is that something that we would want to consider in this endeavor? So how do you guys spend time with God? Or how would, how would you encourage someone to spend time with God? Me personally, it's worship. I like to read the Old Testament. Ooh. Really? Old Testament. Yeah. Mm. Anybody like to read the Old Testament? Okay, let me, let me rephrase. How old are you, bro? How old are you? Are you 14. 13? You're 14? How many of you liked reading the Old Testament when you were 14? Nope. Put it down. Dad. I was, watching, yeah. I was reading Divergent. Dad's over here like, that's my boy. <laughs> we're all having that's my boy moments today. It's fine. All right. So uh, spend time like reading the Old Testament in worship. How about you, Cash? I would say doing what you love to do. Because yeah. that's a gift that God has given you and you can choose what to do with it. And then, does God speak to you through those times? Yes. Awesome. I I, actually, that's one of my best ways. I spend time in the garage uh, doing whatever it is I feel like doing, and God just, that's, that's my time. How about you? I guess quiet time, but also I go outside a lot and hike. I live in the woods. What? Feet on what? Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I got really confused. Me too. I have no <laughs> idea what's happening right now. But like out in nature a lot because I just ramble. I ramble to the trees, but basically I'm not talking to the trees. Like, oh, well then, that's, that's good. So you spend time in the trees, but you're not talking to the trees. Yeah. That's good. I'm hanging out. Don't talk to the trees, birds. children. Hey, you can uh, talk to the trees. Don't be mean to the trees. But it's not just the trees that I'm talking to. Should we also hug the trees? Hug, yes, hug the trees. The trees are wise. They smell like ice cream. All right, guys, that's all we have for this group. Um, guys, our, uh, uh, you know, we'll close this up later. Thank you so much. We are going to move on to our next skit, and uh, we're just going to have just a moment as we switch over. Let's give these guys a hand. Thank you. I'm so sorry. Did you need to sit down? Give me the person. No one gets hurt. Did you want the book too? What? No, I don't want the book. Are you okay? Yes. No, no, I'm not okay. I'm having an off day or something. I don't know. Maybe I didn't get enough sleep last night. You're the third person I've gotten no reaction from. Nothing. Not a zip. I'm sorry. I was engrossed this chapter. Would you like to try again? No, the moment's passed. No, really, I'm paying attention now. Come on, show me what you've got. <sighs> bah! Ah! Okay, now you're just patronizing me. No, really, I think my heart is racing. No, it's not just you, it's me. I'm losing my touch. Like earlier, there were some kids going by to go to class, and I said, hey, kids, pop quiz on the states and their capitals. Ooh, ouch. And? Nothing. They just walked by saying, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. What do you mean? Ah. Nothing. Please continue. So then I was at the doctor's office and there was a woman sitting in the chair. Yeah. I say, hey, results are back and it's not good. Now that's low. It's what I do. I am fear after all. So it didn't matter anyway. She just said she would take it to her father. I have no idea what she thinks he's going to do. Of course he wouldn't. Look, you seem like a nice guy. 
Well, except for the whole scaring people thing. It's my job. I know. Stick with me. I'm sorry, I don't know your... Bob. Bob? Your name is Bob Fear? Yeah, Dad wanted to name me Hab, but Mom thought it was too trendy. Right. Look, Bob, you seem pretty passionate about your job, but the truth is the market for fear is shrinking. What? No. There's millions of things to be afraid of in this world. Let's see, there's economy, sickness, phobias of all kinds, war, mortality, offending some global warming. What? It scares people. You're right, Bob. There will always be challenges in life like the ones you mentioned, but people are finding better ways to cope with them than fear. Well, that hurts. <laughs> I know, but people are tired of sleepless nights, anxious feelings, stress, and snapping at the ones they love. More and more, they are leaving those feelings behind and walking towards freedom in Christ. <clears throat> They're taking the command, have no fear to heart. What have I ever done for them? Well, there was that one time. It was a figure of speech. Here, why don't we look at the job opportunities? There we go. <clears throat> there must be something else you're good at. A hidden talent, perhaps? I can burn my ABCs. Well, I don't know. I've always been a people person. What? I like what I do. I like wearing the shirt, doing the job, feeling the adrenaline rush kick in. So, the shirt's important to you? Yeah, black makes me look thinner. Right. How if we switched this and turned that there? Earth? Really, Bob? Fine. Free. Spells free. Free from fear? Yeah, a career change. And who doesn't like the word free? Besides, it looks good on you. Really? Yeah. Why don't you try it out? Look, there's someone now. Ooh, good idea. You're free! Softer, Bob, take it down a notch. I'm sorry, he's new at this. I wish I found some better sounds no one's ever heard. I wish I had a better voice to sing some better words. I wish I found some chords in an order that is new. I wish I didn't have to rhyme every time I sang. I was told when I get older, all my fears would shrink. But now I'm insecure, and I care what people think. My name's Blurry Face, and I care what you think. My name's Blurry Face, and I care what you think. So, the first time I remember being embarrassed was probably me and my mom were walking through a supermarket one time and I remember talking to my friend on the phone and right before I ended the call um, I was like I love you goodbye because I am used to talking to my mom on the phone and it was really awkward and yeah the first time I remember being embarrassed is when I decided to shove my hands in the snow with bare hands and then everyone was just like everyone knows not to do that why'd you do that and I was just like I don't know when I'm parking I definitely feel like people are staring at me when they probably aren't they're probably just taking care of their groceries and taking care of the kids
So one time me and my friends were hanging out and one of them got hurt so we went back to the bathroom in our house and she was putting a band-aid on it and like wiping it off and we were all just kind of chilling in the bathroom and right above our towel thing there's a picture of a baby with a bathtub and it's the baby's butt naked and it's turned around and so you could see the butt and they all pointed at it and started laughing. And they're like, who's that? Who's that? And I said, oh, that's my little brother. Isn't that such a funny picture? And they're like, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not my little brother. It's me, but I was too embarrassed to tell them that. So to this day, I say it's him. So one time in elementary school, we were doing this assignment thing where we had to eat astronaut ice cream upside down on the jungle gym to like, mimic how astronauts work and I got so scared of stuff and I fell on my head and like everybody came and was like oh no are you okay and I was just like dying inside I was at a restaurant and the waiter gave me my food she said, enjoy your food. Out of habit, I said, you too. I was like in first or second grade. I was always embarrassed to sing. I used to sing in the shower, and I still kind of do it, but not very much. I'm always embarrassed. I'm always freaking out over the dumb stuff. All right, let's welcome back our panel. <laughs> lovely bunch of people here. So uh, we spent, as a youth group, we spent the last 10 weeks talking about freedom. And when it came to youth-led service, we were like, why don't we just talk about what we've been learning about? And one of these things, and one of the big things, um, is this subject. That is freedom from what others think of you. And, uh, you know, it's one of those universal things. It doesn't really go away as you grow up. It's something that we kind of all have to deal with constantly. Um, and, and something we have to just continuously remind ourselves. And, and so um, we're having this discussion. Uh, about f being free. Uh, Jesus died. He brought us freedom from what others think of us. Um, so can you guys, just because maybe we don't all know, what does the phrase from the song we just listened to, uh, the, the, the hook is, my name is Blurry Face and I care what you think. What does that mean? It um, means pe you, uh, people don't notice you, so you're like a blurry face in the background. But you still like care what they think even though they don't really like they don't care what you think. Right. Yeah, did you guys understand that? Is what we're saying? It's like as you walk through the crowds, you're like concerned about like I, I, I do this a lot. It's it's a thing where I'm like, oh man, my hair's messed up and I'm not wearing the right clothes and I just I look like an oaf. And I'm walking through and I'm like, everybody's paying attention to me, but really nobody's even noticed that I'm there. Uh, it's kind of the attitude and, and when we walk through this world a lot of times we're concerned about things that don't exist. And that's what this is about. Um, so how often do we care about what people think of us when in reality they're probably just thinking about Cheetos? All the time. All the time. Yeah, all the time. All the time. Uh, so how could that realization change the way you live? Um, a lot. It, a lot. Yeah, you're right, Cash. You could just live your life and be like, hey, guys, do you. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone wants to do that. Like, they portray that they're doing that, but on the inside, they're like, mm -hmm. these yeah. people are judging me, and I know it, and it's messing with my head. 
No? I, I think they're just like waiting for like someone else to do it first. You know? Like, I ain't talking if they're not talking kind of thing. All right. So Proverbs 29, 25 says, Fearing people is a dangerous trap, but trusting the Lord means safety. I'm going to read that again. Proverbs 29, 25. Fearing people is a dangerous trap, but trusting the Lord means safety. How can fearing people or caring what others think be a trap? Because then you just change aspects of yourself and basically lie to who you are just for other people because you're afraid of them. So basically, like, you just kind of, like, chop off these things, these little limbs of you that you really like, and that was a weird metaphor. I'm sorry. It was actually a fairly (laughs) biblical one. It's like you're a tree, and then you just, like, chop off this, like, beautiful branch of, like, oh, your creativity, but it's because you think other people hate it and you're scared of what other people think. So you're like, I'm just going to hide this. This doesn't exist. When really it's like the most important aspect of your human being. And then you're like, oh, ashamed of it because you think people are going to hate you for it. Yeah. That's why it's dangerous, I think. Okay, so I wish Tom was here, uh, Tom Bafudo, because he would understand this reference super quick. I think some of you will. Um, I just had this picture in my head of this Star Trek Next Generation episode. And they're caught in a time loop And after a few times around the time loop, they realize that they're in a time loop. They're saying all this stuff happened before and something happens in our future that trips us, that that, that sends us back in time again. And the question is, should we change everything we're doing? And then they're like, no, we shouldn't change everything we're doing because we don't know if that change is what causes the, the, the trip back. And I think that's kind of what we're talking about, where if I change my direction based on things that may not exist, I could be causing myself future failure by either not being true to myself, not being honest with myself, not being honest with the world around me, or robbing the world around me of the gifts that God has put in me because I think you don't like them. Yeah? Is that kind of where we are? Cool. Psalm 119, 45 through 47 says, I will walk in freedom for I have devoted myself to your commandments. I will speak to kings about your laws and I will not be ashamed. How I delight in your commands. I love them. So how can caring what other people think of us stop us from walking in God's will? I feel like we've answered this question, but I want to ask it again anyway, just in case there's other information you guys want to share. How can caring what other people think of us stop us from walking in God's will? It prevents you from growing spiritually. Can you expound on that? In today's society, most kids don't really think about religion that much because they're thinking about what they what's fun around them, what they can do with their friends and stuff. And that prevents you from actually developing and having a relationship with God. Any other thoughts? I think it goes back to that thing where it's just like taking pieces from you and not being true to yourself and it's not really who you are. So you're kind of like a fake person (laughs) in not a good way, in not a good way. There's actually a song kind of about that, but it's about like a relationship between two people and the one person doesn't like notice this person, so she changes aspects of herself and like doesn't talk about the things she cares about kind of thing because she wants this other person to like her. There's a song about it. And hmm. It's basically what we're talking about and it's sad. What's that song? <laughs> well guys, all of these things are human conditions. So you find this struggle played out not just in the church, but across the world, 
in all religions, all sects of life, because it's a human condition, right? It's something that we all deal with. Um, the only difference is we have Jesus, and so we have an answer and we have help. Last question for you guys. How do we stop? How do we stop caring what others think? Jesus. The answer is always Jesus. I feel like Emmy's phoning it in now. I feel like Emmy's like, I am not talking anymore. I'm just going to say Jesus from now on. Jesus. And even Jesus is like, well, she's not wrong, but. (laughs) Take that. Can you expound? Um, it's just kind of like you got to find yourself in him. Like you have to work on seeing yourself on how he sees you. Um, and I find myself doing that all the time. I'm like, well, if I could only like look at myself through their eyes, maybe it'd be better. Um, but I think it's just like you get caught up. You think about other stuff and you just really need to focus on your relationship with him and find those things that you like to do that you like connect in a way and life will be good. Fantastic. Um, so whenever I feel like I'm being judged, I guess, I imagine myself like in the world and everyone's walking away, like walking around. Some people are noticing, some people are not. Then just erase all of it, make it all white, like white out tape it or something like that. And then, um, so you're like in the middle of nowhere, but everywhere at the same time. And then you see Jesus and you just go to him and you talk to him. He like, as he talks, he like brings out you. And, um, and then you bring everyone back, but this time as Jesus sees you. Wow, that is profound. You guys hear what 14 year old just told you? When he feels like the world's coming at him, he imagines the world around him. And then he imagines them gone. And then he imagines Jesus and he comes to Jesus. Jesus draws things out of him. Then he imagines the world around him again, but with Jesus in the center of it. Is that right? Is that accurate? Pretty close anyway? What an amazing exercise. Something like that is something you can put in your toolkit and you can use that daily. And, um, you know, a, a big way to stop caring what others think is to care more about what God cares or what God cares about, what God thinks about you. And that's exactly that. That's taking a moment, clearing the cobwebs out of your head and letting Jesus come to you and just say, hey, you're my bro. You're my sister. We're family. I love you. Their opinion doesn't matter. And let him bring you back to center and then bring you back up into where you belong in the world. That was, that was wonderful. Um, and then one other uh, question, uh, something that, that we can do um, when we're finding ourselves stressed out about what other people may or may not think is just remember, eternally, you know, a lot of people are like, is this going to matter in five minutes? Is this going to matter in five weeks? Is this going to matter in five years? Those kind of questions. Eternally, whose opinion of you matters more? God or the world around you? I'll tell you what, I would much rather be in good standing of the God of the universe than uh, that guy at Walmart that just cut me off and whatever. I don't know. I'm making it up as I go. Uh, so <clears throat> along these lines, uh, my buddy Cash over here, 
is a thinker. He's a really deep thinker, and he listens to a lot of music and, and a lot of poetry, and, and he studies a lot of, of uh, deep thinkers. And like almost every week, he brings a, a song or something for me to look over, and we, we, we discuss, and I really enjoy those discussions. But uh, he wanted to bring some, uh, some lyrics from a song uh, that he felt like um, apply. So, Cash, you want to go ahead and read that? The lyrics are from a song called uh, Beautiful by Eminem. God gave you those shoes to fit you. So put them on and wear them. Be yourself, be proud of who you are, and never let anyone tell you that you aren't beautiful. I'm going to have you read that again, like we did last time. Do um, you guys catch who wrote that? Eminem. Do we all kind of know who Eminem is? All right, he's, he's kind of a aggressive, hate-filled, violent-type rapper guy, right? Uh, and, and certainly not Christian by any means in his artistry. Uh, in his personal life, I don't know. I can't see his heart. Never met the man. Um, that's kind of great because God does see the heart. But regardless, um, his music is, is definitely not um, of the Christian variety or of the, the positive variety most of the time. But my God can speak through anyone. My God can bring life anywhere. He can grow fruit anywhere that he wants. And in this case... My God put words in the mouth of a guy that bring life. Uh, Cash, can you read that one more time? God gave you those shoes to fit you, so put them on and wear them. Be yourself, be proud of who you are, and never let anyone tell you that you're not beautiful. Never let anyone tell you that you're not beautiful. Let's stop caring about what other people may or may not think. If it's that important to you, ask them. And if it's not, the God of the universe calls you friend. He calls you child. He adopted you into his family. So what could anybody else possibly think that would even matter, even remotely, outside of the love that God has for you? God, I thank you so much for today, and I thank you for these teens. I thank you for this youth group packed full of uh, kids that have uh, the, the calling of God on their lives. I thank you that you've put value into each one of them, that you've put a mind that, uh, that understands you so well at such a young age in each one of these guys. God, I pray that their words that they shared, the, the, the talents and the songs that they sang today would, would uh, empower the rest of us to, to grow and to change and let our minds be renewed uh, as, as we move forward in our walk with you, God. I pray that you would, you would draw us to you and help us to spend more time with you as you, as you draw out the fruits of the Spirit and as you, as you help us to remember what's really important in our lives, God, that, that your opinion of us matters so much more than any other opinion, God. God, I pray that you would bring us that reality. God, help us to use that, that, that tool that uh, Calvin gave us to, 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 to just remember when, when things are getting at us that all of that isn't there. It's just Jesus in the center and let Jesus bring, it, bring us back to center and back to where we belong. God, I thank you so much for today and all the things that you did today. And we love you and we praise you and we honor you. In your name we pray. Amen.